Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yeah. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yeah. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yeah. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yeah. yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yeah. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to mine? Yeah. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yeah. Have time to wait?
from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I see it's a two sides to choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Got to choose. All right, all right, all right, all right. You know what it is. We got to choose, we got to choose, we got to choose. What you got to say about that, Carol? All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. One more time. All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. To the 12 tribes worldwide, to, uh, to the nation of Israel. Uh, Shalom and good morning. In ancient Hebrew greeting of Yahweh, Bahashem Yahweh Shabbat to all the brothers out there, to the sisters, Yahweh Shema Aletah, Bahashem Yahweh Atham, Thun, I'm sorry, Yahweh Shema Aletah, Bahashem Yahweh to all the sisters out there, to the, to the believers, welcome. You reach another episode of ISBHPK Presents Bible Talk. It is a, 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 a weekly broadcast that we do, uh, Monday through Thursdays, from 10 a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time to about noon. To the standard time. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And then we also uh, uh, have a podcast that we do Friday nights from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for, for, for tuning in. Um, at this time, we, uh, again, our classes are Mondays through Thursdays, 10 a.m. through uh, 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 12 noon, Central Standard Time. You can call in or you can share the, 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 the live stream. Uh, by calling into area code 646-668-2568. Um, you can either call in, and again, you can uh, share the number uh, with, with families, friends, loved ones, or who, uh, whoever, uh, to area code. They, they can listen in live, area code 646-668-2568. Again, that's Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to uh, 12 noon, Central Standard Time. And then again, um, Friday nights from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., Center um, Center Time as well. Um, again, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to, to uh, the Sport of Truth. On the brothers, uh, uh, Warner Iyer, uh, Central One, Dawiyad, Yahweh Av. Yesterday's, uh, uh, they held the second Passover, as you find in Numbers, the ninth chapter. Beautiful job, y'all. To all the sisters and to all the families uh, that, that show support, beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. It, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was well done. It really was well done. Um, it was the second Passover, y'all. Um, if you missed the first one uh, and, and, and not been able to, to congregate and been able to come together, the second one was held, and it was it was beautiful. Uh, the lamb, the the we did we did the whole, did the whole nine. The lamb, the, the the oh, but this time they did the the unleavened bread. It was it was the the uh, uh, it was like pita bread. It, it, it was it was it was it was soft. It wasn't it wasn't hard. Matzah cracker. It was a soft pita bread. It was delicious. It was delicious. Then we had the salad, uh, with the, and then we had the bit of herbs. Uh, of course, the the, the manischewitz was there. The, the yayan, um, the grape juice, all the kids that were there. Oh, oh my goodness! Israel is definitely growing. Israel. If, if we don't do nothing else, uh, the scripture that does say "Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth" is in full effect. <laughs> it's 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 in full effect. It really was beautiful to see, y'all. It really was beautiful to see. But, uh, again, seeing the garments that were done by um, at the brothers, that the that the sisters they did for for order, the brothers for the sport of truth, beautiful. Uh, again, it was the same ones they wore to the, to the first Passover uh, in Virginia. Beautiful. I know they got those those um 
uh, those, uh, what do you call them, um, ponchos uh, from the Brother Kawakab down there in, in, in Guatemala. And shout out to the Brother Kawakab. Um, I've been able to see some, some of the, uh, the members of his congregation uh, that he's been teaching. Uh, uh, a brother I've seen in about 30, uh, 20, at least 25 years. Shout out to the brother um, uh, Isaac Aimea. This brother was was down for the truth. I'm gonna say it like that: down for the truth in every which way possible. Sacrificed, um, uh, dedicated, uh, becoming a teacher, becoming a priest, uh, from the street speaking to to the radio shows we had, the cable shows we had, um, to the marching and Hebrew Academy we did out there in California with the uh, uh, Shield of Wisdom. It was good seeing him there at the Passover. It really was. It was good seeing also the brother uh, Mont Yohanna. My Johanna um, is, is, is back in the fold, even though he, he don't go, he don't, he'll never uh, stray too far away. But it was good to see him again as he was there at the Passover. It was just really good, man. It was it, it was really good. It was it, it was wholesome, not to say the least. It was it was wholesome to say the least. Um, it, it was nice, y'all. I, I can't I, I can't say any better than that. Um, we got started. They got started. The the venue didn't open up. It opened up an hour later. The people with the keys didn't show for till for there was an hour late, but that, that didn't hold nothing back at all. Um, so we got started right around one one o'clock in the afternoon is when everything really got started with start with the reading. Um uh, uh shout out again to the brother Shamshwan, the brother Doyat and the war. Did a, a beautiful job of bringing out scriptures about the second Passover and, and just understanding about about Passover, uh Exodus chapter twelve, what it was, and how it represents Christ. Great job, brothers. Great job. Um, inspiring. Uh, it was inspiring. It just, everything was just smooth, y'all. It, it, it was just smooth. So shout out to the brothers, uh, again, uh, to the camp, uh, ISBHBK Sword of Truth here in San Antonio. Uh, great job. Great job, great job, great job. That was, that, that was nice. Um, uh, speaking of uh, our, our school here in San Antonio, the school here in San Antonio is located at 4444 Walsham. Street number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. And the priest of contact, the POCs, the priest of contact is Brother of Warden Iron, um, Eric code 210-862-2643, um, or the Brother Shamshawan, Eric code 505-387-9609. If you'd like to check out any of the classes um, from uh, uh, ISBHBK San Antonio, uh, they have classes on YouTube. We have the live YouTube classes. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. And then on Saturdays for the Sabbath service starting at 10 a.m. Um, we're going to help support the school here in San Antonio. Um, please check out Eastern Fragrances located at Rolling Oaks Mall. Um, they have a kiosk. If you come to the front entrance, the one off of uh, Nagadoshis, uh, you're going, going past the 7-Eleven, uh, going past the, the, the Burger King, and you go to the first mall entrance. Uh, the, the little street that that first light. Uh, take the left into the mall. Take another left, and come uh, come around to where you'll see it'll say uh, you'll see Sears, Sears, Dillard's. It's the main mall entrance. Um, park there. Uh, come to the mall and that entrance there, and there on the first floor, you already be on. Uh, you already be there. Uh, take a right at uh, the American Cook Company. All right, the American Cook Company goes three kiosks down in front of Victoria's Secret. And then you have our kiosk, the kiosk called Eastern Fragrances, where you can get the latest in, in cologne oils, perfume, perfume oils, 
uh, Egyptian bottles, um, uh, <coughs> incense, incense oils for the house, for the body, for the soul. Proceeds from there go directly to help keep, keep the school running here in San Antonio and provide employment for, 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 for uh, uh, brothers uh, here in San Antonio uh, at the uh, uh, Swirtu. So check out each of fragrances at uh, Bones on Small, first floor, <coughs> uh, in between the American Cook Company and the elevators going up to the food court. Uh, and help show your support. Uh, you can also go to uh, check out On The Mark Moving. On The Mark Moving can be reached on Facebook. And uh, uh, it's a movie company, y'all. It's a movie company. Uh, no, no job too big, no job too small. Uh, from any from a, from a garage, an office space, a closet, to 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 a home. Um, they they do local, city, state, um, even cross country. Get in touch with the brother Sanchuan uh, and and, and uh, a war, uh, either going directly to the school or or calling them directly or on on Facebook, and you can set up a, uh, and get get, get the, the price range. Their prices are phenomenal. Their prices are phenomenal, and they are licensed, insured, and bonded. So you'll be able, you'll get a good price. They add protection. They have your your stuff move, whatever it might be. And if you need stuff stuff move from, yeah, if you have an addict, you need stuff move from the attic to the garage. Call them up. They'll hook it up. If you need help packing to, for a move, they got prices for that. A, a good great prices for that. So uh, check out Animal Moving uh, again on Facebook. And helps show support for the school here in San Antonio. All right. Um, our other schools, uh, we ask everybody to please check out isbhpk.com. For our other schools, we do ask you to check out isbhpk.com. For our school in Houston, our school in Norfolk, and our school in Rochester. Our school in Houston um, is actually located at 231 FM 1092, Stafford, Texas, 77477. Um, the priest of contact there is Priest Quatrezat. Right, pre squad design, and you can reach him at area code three zero three five five seven eight nine seven nine, and they have classes uh, Mondays and Wednesdays from seven p.m. to nine p.m. Central Standard Time, and again on Fridays from six p.m. to eight p.m. Again Central Standard Time, and then on Saturdays starting at ten a.m. Uh, Central Standard Time. And if you go to isbhbk dot com, you also find links to not only to all of our schools, but links to help show support, or give support to the schools with links to Chosen Creations, links to Sweet Ambiance, and also links to uh, Israelware. Um, get, get, get everything that you possibly need, um, that, but you can also help support the school. Uh, Chosen Creations is uh, obviously the, the, the most fabulous um, custom creations uh, in home decor and, and, and custom jewelry. Check them out. Do yourself a favor. I mean, it really is some, some magnificent, beautiful Hebrew themed um, um, home decor and, and jewelry for men, women, and, and women and children as well. Uh, check them out. You, you, you'll you be glad you did. And, again, proceeds from to the Creations go to help support the, the um, ISVHBK Houston, uh, Norfolk, and Rochester. Sweet Ambiance is, is, is established. Sweet Ambiance offers, again, job employment uh, uh, for, for brothers and sisters in, in Houston, Norfolk, and, and Rochester by providing you with some of the, the greatest um, handmade uh, soaps, lotions, uh, body oil, uh, beard oils, body oils, um, perfume oils, cologne oils, essential oils. Um, check them out, uh, uh, you know, Sweet Create, uh, Sweet Ambiance. You, you'll be glad you did also. Um, you, you'll be glad you did as well. And then Israelware. You can reach Israelware on Facebook 
Um, and if you need garments uh, for men, women, or children of any age, size, or, or whatever, um, if you want a custom-designed garment if you have a, or you need help designing a garment, get in touch with them. All garments are handmade. Right? All garments are handmade um, and can be customized specifically for you, your family, or what have you. So please check out uh, the website, um, isbhbrigade.com, uh, Israelware, and they, 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 they can have you covered from head to toe. Uh, be yourself a favor. Check them out. Uh, our school in Norfolk. Is located at 2610 Granby Street, 2610 Granby Street, uh, Nova, Virginia, 23517, being the, the address there. The priest of contact for Norfolk is Priest Kazakia. Right, priest Kazakia, and he can be reached at area code 757-300-4047. Um, and they have classes every Tuesday and Thursday, if you would like, like to view them live, on Facebook every Tuesday and Thursday. Um, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, on Facebook Live, uh, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check them out, uh, I, the school here that we have in Norfolk. And then on Fridays, a uh, uh, YouTube class at ISBHBK Norfolk uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then on Saturdays, catch the Sabbath uh, ceremony on YouTube as well, starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Then we also have our school in Rochester. Our school in Rochester is located at uh, uh, 1600 Lyle Avenue, Suite Number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. Uh, the, the priest of contact there is Priest Zionala. And you can reach uh, Priest Zionala at 757-762-3917. And you can view the classes there in Rochester um, every Tuesday and Thursday on YouTube at ISBHBK Rochester. Again, coming to you uh, live from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then again on Saturdays at 10 a.m. All that can be viewed, again, on ISBHBK um, Rochester or any of our classes. Check them out, ISBHBK San Antonio, ISBHBK Houston, ISBHBK Norfolk, or ISBHBK Rochester. For our schools in Houston, Houston, Rochester, and Norfolk, the monthly, monthly rent and bills comes to $5,900 just for the minimum. The monthly uh, rent and bills comes to $5,900 just for rent, lights, and Internet. For the three, three schools just in Houston, Norfolk, and um, uh, uh, Rochester, the school rent just for the buildings, brothers and sisters, is $4,450 a month. All right? The lights for the three combined schools comes to $850 just for the lights. And then to keep the Internet, you know, to keep the YouTube going and, and, and the shows going and, and people informed, comes to $600 each month, combined total of $5,900. If you'd like to make a direct donation to help support our schools in Norfolk, uh, Houston, and Rochester, um, there's a Wells Fargo account. Again, all this can be accessed at the isbhbk.com where there's a Wells Fargo account. There's a Zelle or Zelle account. Um, and there's also a Cash App um, uh, uh, account that you can access if you'd like to make a direct, a direct donation to help keep our schools going, to help keep the schools, in, again, in Houston, Rochester, and uh, Norfolk going, please go to isbhbk.com and please help show your support um, there as well. For any of our schools, if you'd like to make any other donations uh, from computers, Bibles, encyclopedias, apocryphals, um, dictionaries, uh, cars, everyone donate your car, printers, printer ink, printer cartridges, paper, Please contact 
the, the priest to contact, uh, San Antonio, priest of Warner Iron, um, 210-862-2643, um, or uh, Brother Samshawan, 505-387-9609. For any donation that you might want to make, besides financial, uh, to our school here in San Antonio, please reach out to Brother Warner Iron or, or Brother Samshawan uh, to arrange uh, a, a pickup. Come get this phone. Um, uh, for our school in Houston, uh, any donations you'd like to, like to make to our school in Houston, uh, Erico 303-557-8979 to Priest uh, Quatazop. Oh, oh, hold on, y'all. Please hold on for a second. Please hold on for a second. Sabbath as well as Pentecost, all right? Um, 
And that will be, uh, again, next Saturday, starting May, uh, next Saturday, May 20th, 2023, um, is Pentecost. Um, next Sunday, brother, I said, next Sunday, um, everyone is invited to the wedding um, vows, um, the wedding ceremony, the wedding feast of the brother Arya Shalomat uh, and his wife Kaliah uh, having a wedding ceremony located at Rolling Gold Mall, which is the actual address of Rolling Gold Mall is 6909 Loop 1604 East, San Antonio, Texas, 78247. Their wedding is going to be held, held at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. And it's going to, again, May, Sunday, May 21st, 2023, a week from yesterday, right? A week from yesterday. Now, the EO Pure Therapy Event Center is located on the second floor of Rolling Oaks Mall, all right? If, you, um, if you're in the food court and I don't even know how, how, how to describe the best way. It's located in this, the old Sears wing of the mall. Just, just if I could say it like this, it's located at the old Sears wing of the mall, um, in front of the remote control race car track um, that is at the mall. It's right in front of it on the Sears, the former Sears end of the mall, second floor. Um, the the wedding ceremony is, is scheduled to start at one o'clock. Uh, so we want everybody you know get there by like twelve or whatever. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be something else. I've, I've seen some of the decorations for for the place. It's already starting to get decorated. It's beautiful, y'all. It's gonna be nice uh, to again to to witness and be a part of uh, the brother Arya Shalomov uh, and his his wedding shaking uh, vows with the sister Kalaya, his his wife Kalaya. Uh, so please come and check it out, and check out also EO Pure Therapy store. EO Pure Therapy the store is located on the first floor of Rolling Oaks Mall. And the J.C. Penny wing of the mall. Right? It's directly diagonal from the H&M uh, clothing store. Directly diagonal, directly. You can't miss it. Um, from the H&M clothing store, where at EO Pure Therapy, you can get the 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 latest and greatest in homemade natural skincare products available on the planet Earth. All right. Um, anything from from handmade soaps, uh, handmade custom soaps. Handmade custom candles, handmade custom uh, bath bombs and, and, and salt, bath salts, um, uh, incense uh, oils for, for your uh, for, for, for for incense or uh, body oils and creams uh, uh, for the body, sugar scrubs, salt scrubs, facial scrubs. They do it all. Skincare. Check out EO Pure Therapy again, located on the first floor of Rolando Mall in the J.C. Finney wing of the mall, directly across from. H&M clothing store. Now, EOPure Therapy is, is uh, paying for and, and is funding the EOPure Therapy Event Center. So all proceeds that, that, that uh, are generated from EOPure Therapy not only help provide uh, some type of employment, but it also keeps the event center up and going. So we invite you to please come and show support. And the event center, y'all need to come and see it. Uh, i got to find a way to get on Facebook or, or YouTube where you can film it. Well, you can see just how large it is, and it's an event center. And we got there's some plans for it for this summer for for the kids being out of school uh, that we want to really turn it over and and make it uh, an Israelite, a Hebrew event center for Hebrew Hebrew events, all right? For Hebrew events uh, from from uh, plays to weddings to uh, uh, classrooms, you name it. We're trying to, we're trying to get trying to make some things happen for all Israelites far and near. 
um, uh, uh, far or near to be able to come and, and, and check out the event center. So uh, please, check out EO Pure Therapy, again, located on the first floor of Willingwood Mall. Uh, and show support. Uh, and show support. It really is appreciated. At this particular time, um, this is where uh, I'm, I'm, I like to add prayer requests, um, uh, add names to, to, to our list of people um, and brothers and sisters and families. They need um, extra prayer. Might need extra prayer as they're being faced with different afflictions, different temptations, different struggles. Um, they, didn't, they need just a little bit more. I need a little, little bit more help, a little bit more encouragement. So this is part of, the, of, the, of, of my broadcast where we do our prayer requests, where I put the names out for prayer requests. Um, keeping keeping uh, the brother Thawam Racha and his wife while we're dying in our prayers uh, to continue to uh, uh, be with them as they're struggling with some, some, some infirmities and some afflictions, uh, that we ask that, that you please keep them in your prayers. Again, that's the brother Tahawam Racha and, and sister Waradaya, as they, they're being faced with some health issues, that the Most High would strengthen their faith, strengthen their spirits, to be able to endure what they're going through, and then um, by his will, uh, recover them from some of the afflictions that they're going through. Like, uh, keep, keep in our prayers to brother John Spann, your brother John Spann, who, who's been diagnosed with some, uh, some very heavy, um, very serious um, uh, health condition, uh, please keep him in your prayers. And the Most High, again, which is his spirit, which is his belief and faith in the scriptures um, as he's dealing with some issues that he's being faced with as well as his family. Um, we want to keep Miss Catherine, uh, Miss Catherine, uh, otherwise known as Ma Dukes, a tough father's mother. We want to keep her in our prayers as she is in the midst of recovery. She's in the midst of recovery, but she's not out of the woods yet. So we want to keep Miss Catherine in our prayers, please, as she's dealing with um, and, and is in the midst of recovery, but she's not quite out of the woods yet. So we want to continue prayers for Miss Catherine. Um, the entire Lovett family. I want to send the prayers for the entire Lovett family, my in-laws, my, my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, my, bro- my brother-in-law, and all my niece, niece-in-laws and nephews-in-laws uh, as they're dealing with, with, with multiple issues, multiple health, health attacks. Uh, uh, we want to uh, continue to send our prayers that the Most High will continue to strengthen their faith um, and resolve in the scriptures and that the, uh, they might be recovered from uh, the many ailments that they're being played with at this particular time. So, again, the entire Lovett family. Um, uh, again, uh, that's my, 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 my wife's uh, 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 family. Um, continue prayers going on for them. Continue prayers going on for the Coates family, um, as they are really dealing with a lot of, 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 of medical issues, medical problems, and afflictions at this particular time. Uh, we want to continue to keep them in our prayers. Um, at the most, I will strengthen their, their spirit, strengthen their faith, um, and encourage them to get more into the scriptures, more into the Bible, um, and doing God's will. And at the most, I might recover them from the many afflictions and, and, and trials, tribulations that they're being plagued with at this time as well. We definitely want to send a, a continued prayers for the brother Kazaki and his wife Shawashana, as they, they've been recently, uh, well, not even recently, but they've been struck with some, some health issues. Um, the Most High keeps their spirit strong, keeps their faith strong, um, but that he will, the Most High will now recover them from some of the ailments and, and, and the um, uh, diagnoses that they've been, been uh, given 
that the Most High would, would, would uh, save them and heal them from what, what some of the things are going through. So, again, that's the brother Kazakia and his wife, Shawashana. Uh, we'll send up prayers, continue prayers for the brother Tahawamayan in Houston, the brother Tahawamayan in Houston, um, who has recovered and, and actually been healed from diabetes that he, he's had for, for well over 25 years. Uh, he started as a teenager. But the effects of having diabetes for so long has really left left the uh, uh, done damage. So we're, we're, we want to keep the brother Mayan in our prayers as he's going through uh, our re- recovery. And we're praying to the Most High that the Most High will continue to keep his spirit strong, uh, um, keep his faith strong, and that for the things that that Dawam is needed um, for for his healing, the Most High will, will go ahead and provide those things for him and his family. So again, prayers going up for the brother Tahawamaka. Tawamayan, I'm sorry, uh, in, in, in Houston, that the Most High will uh, uh, save him and heal him and recover him from the ailments that he, he's faced with and, and going through. Uh, for here in, in Houston, in San Antonio, uh, prayers going up for the brother uh, uh, uh West Beverly, um, but others might know him as. Um, he's, been, he's been hit with, with some, some, some pretty heavy health issues as well. Uh, so we, pray, we want to send him in our prayers. That the Most High will keep his spirit strong, um, keep his faith in, in, in the Most High and, 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 the, and the Scriptures um, ever, ever present, and that he might be recovered and healed from the health issues that he's going through this particular time. Um, we prayers going up for Ayana. Uh, the sister Ayana uh, has, has been a pillar here in San Antonio ever since she's gotten here. Um, beautiful sister, strong sister. Uh, 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 she's the wife of a warden hire who, who is really dealing with a lot of lot, lots with multiple health issues. And if you meet the sister, you wouldn't be able to tell that she's dealing with any health issues. She's always got a smile on her face. Always got an encouraging word. Um, always something that just help motivate you and keep you going. Um, continue prayers for her. Again, she's the wife of a warden hire. Um, and most I will keep her spirit strong. Um, as she's enduring what she's going through, and that, yes, she might be able to be recovered from the, the health ailment that she's being played with at this particular time. Uh, we have a couple of children. We have a couple of special needs children that we want to send up prayers for. Um, this, uh, um, the, the, the young lady, uh, Cece, who is the daughter of, 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 of Tazapa, uh, she's a special needs uh She's in special needs. We send up prayers that the Most High will continue to strengthen the faith of the family, um, and that she can be re- recovered and be healed from the special needs that she she's being afflicted with, um, and giving all power, all praise, all glory to the Most High for doing such. Um, we like to send up prayers for um, uh, uh, the child Aliyah, the the daughter of uh, Bonabad and Quadashaya. We like to send up prayers for her. She's a special needs baby. Uh, that the Most High will continue to uh, help her with her recovery, and then she's going through. But just, just you know, just a little extra that that the Most High will continue to protect her and help her recover from the thing that she that she's going through. And we also want to uh, add to our prayer list the sister Aisha Lee, um, uh, baby girl Aisha Lee, uh, who happens to be the daughter of the brother Gabar Kawa. Uh, we will send a prayers for her. She's a special needs baby as well, and that the Most High will will, will recover her from her ailments and from the things she might be going through uh, and in order to give all praise, glory, and honor to the Most High as well. So uh, to, to the, the children, um, Cece, Aisha Lee, and Aliyah, 
Well, please keep them in your prayers, and the most I will be with them, strengthen them, and help them recover from the things that they're going through. Um, we definitely we want to send up um, a, a prayer request for the brother Tyler Park, uh, who was recently diagnosed with, with, with uh, some, some health issues, and we pray that the most I will go ahead and continue to work with him and help him to recover from the things that he's personally going through in his personal life. Uh, and, um, again, that's the brother Tyler Park. Uh, as well as, uh, let's add to that list as well, the, the sister um, uh, Lavia, right, who was dealing with uh, several health issues as well, that the most I would recover, help her to recover and, 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 and redeem her from some of the health issues she's being faced with as well. And then last but certainly not least, I would like to add to Brother Kodashkabar, uh to our prayer request. Um, I, don't, I don't particularly read Facebook, Brother so I'm going to be honest with you. I, I post uh, our class schedules, I post um, uh, scriptures or, or commentaries that, that I might come across. But um, well, one particular last week, I just happened to just read a few, a few down, uh, a few posts down, and I seen the brother Kodashkabar was asking for a uh, prayer request, and he was dealing with some issues at, at this particular time. So please add the brother Kodashkabar. You know, he's one of the original members uh, of the Sword of Truth here in San Antonio. They got started back in 1991, as a matter of fact. Um, uh, to the, uh, the brother Kodashkabar, um, if you see him on Facebook, you know he, he's a historian, he's an archaeologist, um, he's an icon monger. The brother's got more icons than anybody I, I think I, I possibly know. The brother does. I, I mean, he really does, he goes and I don't know. He gets some of these, these icons from. But if you have any question about what color the Jews are, and and what we were doing in Europe, in Asia, in in in, um, uh, in Israel, in Egypt, check him out on Facebook, the Brother Kodashu Bar. Um, continue prayers going up for the Brother Aisha White Design Albuquerque. I'm just thinking about this, the Brother Aisha White Design Albuquerque, as well as the Brother Yunawatan. Uh, continue prayers going up for them. Uh, add it to your prayer list. At the most, I would just be with them. All right? Be with them as, as they're going through different struggles and different things right now. Um, they have definitely been some pillars uh, when it comes to this work, uh, especially in Albuquerque. Um, uh, just prayers. Pray, please uh, add them to your prayer request. Uh, ask the Brother Aisha Waitasa and the Brother Yenawatan. All right? uh, just, just keep them in your prayers. Please keep them in your prayers as they're dealing with different issues, different things as well. All right, brothers and sisters, that's going to be it for this morning's announcements. Thank you for, for patiently bearing with me as we can get, uh, get through that right there. Um, we're about to continue with our class on um, the Christ, the Passover, part 16, the minor Christ, part 10. All right? So what I'm going to do is I, I'm going to take a, a – as, as, as I do at this time, I like to split the, the time and make sure we know there's a difference between the introductions and then now we're about to go into our second phase of, of the class and by actually going to the classroom, the actual scriptures. So just to kind of, kind of you know, uh, outline that a little bit more, I'm going to take a short musical uh, in, intermission. Then when we come back, we're going to resume our class uh, series on the Christ, the Passover, the mind of Christ. All right? So thank you for your patience. Uh, quick music intermission, and then we're going to come back and hit this class up. All right, here we go. And, yes, we're going back to life, back to reality. 
as soon as I can find. Here we go.
right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. Good thing I look. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. All right, brothers and sisters. Um, last Thursday, right, if you, if, you, uh, if, you, if you was able to catch the show last Thursday, if you did miss the show, uh, you can go to www.blogtalkradio.com, uh, type in my name, Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, and I'll bring you to our episode page where our, our episodes are, are – it's the episode library – um, going all the way back to February, February 10th, February 28th, 2000, February 24th, 2010. Um, uh, you check out uh, any of the classes that we've done. And they're in chronological order, started from the latest one that we've done all the way to the earliest ones. So uh, if you missed any shows that we've done, I'd like to go back and just recap or what have you. Uh, the library is available at www.blogtalkradio.com. It's also available on iHeart. Uh, our iHeart Radio podcast is also available on um, uh, iTunes, uh, iTunes, Apple iTunes Radio podcast. It's also available on Google Podcast and Podcast Addict. All right, and if you missed any of our shows, let me go back and, and catch up on them from from uh, my classes, uh, Tesla Pod classes, one of Bob's classes, going going all the way back. Uh, these are different platforms you can check out any of the shows. So the show that we we did close out on Thursday. Uh, again, going over the crucifixion of Christ, the um, the Christ the Passover, the mind of Christ. Uh, me and Brother Gabar Kawhi was going over Mark chapter 15, verses 25 through 32. I'm just going to read that real quickly. Um, uh, we actually did, you know, all the breakdown. It was going in the, the, the depths of it. But I just want to just read it and try and help capture um, and figure out where we left off at. So in Mark chapter 15, verses 25 through 32, uh, dealing with the crucifixion of Christ. And if you haven't done it yet, um, please go and go online and just type in a physician analyzes the crucifixion of Christ. Um, you, can, you can either get the PDF or, or you, uh, on YouTube, you can actually have a video uh, going through the breakdowns uh, in a video format of what Christ went through, what the crucifixion was, was really about, what, what he actually endured. And when you read it, brothers and sisters, Oh my goodness! When you watch it, it it it'll, it'll change you. I, 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 that's all I can say. It, it it'll change you. It, it, um, you really do understand. Well, it, it gives a, a much greater glimpse into what Christ actually endured and what he was going through. I highly recommend you go and check it out. Again, it, you can watch it on YouTube, um, or you can uh, download a PDF and actually read it. And I'm you, the first time I, I ever read it, and it 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 it, it it was before the Passion of the Christ came out, the movie that Mel Gibson did, and it, it, it ran shivers down my spine. Um, that the way they crucified him, and what he went through, and what he endured, uh, the tortures that he went through, the 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 the, the punishment that, that 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 they they mercilessly handed to him on a physical level. Uh, it's mind blowing. That's like I said. It really is. It's mind blowing. Um, and to hear from, in the words of a, of a physician, a doctor, actually breaking down what the body, uh, the physiology, and what the body would actually be going through 
upon what Christ had to endure and upon what Christ had to really, really go through, it, it really is, it's probably not anything you might have learned in church. I'm going to say like that. It's probably not anything you might learn in church or, or uh, been able to picture uh, from Sunday school classes or, or uh, from TV. It really doesn't give any reality or practicality to, to what Christ went through. It, it really, that he endured. All right, and, and to have to go through what he had to endure and not choose to do his own will and not choose to stop the torture, to not choose to, 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 to even cry out in complaint or, or in seeking of, of justice, that, that he never gave himself over to that. He never gave himself over to that, that he chose not to please himself. And in, in the midst of him choosing not to please himself, choosing to still ask the Father to give the Israelites that were present and responsible for, for this torture, for the crucifixion, to grant them repentance, to uh, grant them forgiveness. Um, it really is something else, again, for us, for that to be the example for us to live by. Love the most high with all your heart and all your soul and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. That he epitomized that with, with, with the passion of the Christ. He epitomized that with the suffering he went through for us as believers, for us as, as his followers, to come and follow his example, to come back and actually follow his example that he laid down, all right? So, again, going back over, over the, um, the crucifixion of Christ, um, we're in Mark chapter 15, starting at verse 25 to 32. I'm going to read through this quickly. Uh, Mark chapter 15, verses 25 to 32. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him. And the superscription uh, of the accusation was written over was written over, the king of the Jews. Now, I remember it was around the sixth hour that they actually, um, they, they had him going um, before Pilate, uh, back and forth, back and forth, and now it's the third hour, um, which would be right around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I have around 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not, I think it's, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Let me just check this. I, I, I'm, I'm getting myself mixed up. I'm sorry. I'm still here. I'm still here. One second. I'm, I'm trying to check this real quick. All right, so going to the John Gill uh, Bible Commentary. Read from the John Gill Bible Commentary. Um, it says, and it was the third hour, and they crucified him. That's what the scripture says from Mark chapter 15, verse 25. It says, the time of the day, it was the time of the daily sacrifice of the morning at watch. The priest ought to have been, and the time when the Sanhedrin usually began to sit for, uh, to sit for. the Grand Sanhedrin, Sat from the daily sacrifice of the morning uh, to the daily sacrifice of the evening. Um, but this being an extraordinary case, and they in a hurry to, to put Jesus to death, had been uh, sitting up all night. And early in the morning, and early in the morning, uh, had procured the, the sentence of death on him, uh, which they were going to execute by the time they used to sit. This was 
about 9 o'clock in the morning and takes in the time between that and 12 at noon. The Ethiopic version uh, reads, and it was the sixth hour to make it agree with John chapter 19, verse 14, and for the reconciling uh, of these two places, see John Gill on St. John chapter 19, verse 14. Um, That's too much reading. We're not going to do all that. Okay. So starting, this, this was starting at, if it was the third hour of the day, this, this would be 9 a.m., right? This is uh, 9 a.m. that, that, that you know, they lived, um, it's about 9 a.m., all right? So Mark chapter 15, verse 25, and it was the third hour, of, and they crucified him. And a superscription of his accusation was written over the king of the Jews. Uh, and with him, they crucified two thieves, the one on his right hand and the other on his left. And a scripture was fulfilled, was said, and he was numbered with the transgressors. That, yeah, that Christ being innocent, they, they counted him that he was guilty, that he, that, he was, that he was a criminal for healing people, for helping people, for doing good, for, um, for, for giving edification in the scriptures For sacrificing his life um, You don't see where Christ Tried to give himself any type of comfort Or lay, lay up for himself any type of, of, of Something for him uh, The three years Of his ministry we see it was Totally dedicated to, to, to serving the Israelites The ministering to the Jews To the Israelites in, in the land of Israel And to be Come to this point now That out of envy and out, out of covetousness uh, and in keeping with, with the scriptures, that he was, he'd be named the number like he was a criminal, like he had been doing wrong, when we know he, that he hadn't done anything wrong. Um, verse 29, and they passed by, and they that passed by railed on him, wagging their heads, and saying, Ah, all that thou, ah, thou that destroys the temple, and builds it in three days, save thyself, and come down from the cross. Likewise, also the chief priests and the chief priests mocking said among themselves, uh, with the scribes, "He saved others; himself he cannot save." Let Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the from the cross, that we may see and believe. And they that were crucified with him reviled him also. I, I wanted, I, we wanted to re, reread this. If we understand that these are Jews, when I say Jews, I'm talking about black people. On Thursday, I was using the word nigger a lot. I'm refraining from that, but I want us to understand that. Remember, the chief priests and the scribes, these were all our people. It was all black people. And they encouraged the whole crowd, the whole city of Jerusalem, um, in, 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 in this crazy mob, mob uh, scenario, to condemn Christ as well. Being led by the chief priests and the elders and the, and the scribes, that they would really stir the people up against Christ. Um, to, to, to go with this. Um, but Christ had to go through this. Again, if we think, if thinking about the temptation that Christ had to overcome doing all this, to not take matters in his own hands, that at any time he had spiritual power. He still had access to spiritual power, 
he still had access to to twelve legions of angels, which which uh, by count would be a minimum of of seventy eight thousand angels. And seventy eight thousand uh, man army of angels, he could call them down and put an end to this at any time, but he didn't do that. And for all the temptations of uh, from from again the spit in the face, the being struck, the being beaten by the 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 band of soldiers that came from from um, that were Israelites, that were that were black people. Um, the mockery, the beatings he took from them, uh, going to Ananias' house, from Ananias' house going to Caiaphas' house, um, the, the the mockery and the beatings that he took there uh, before being led to to to, uh, to Pilate early in the morning as, as as the sun was rising, and then being in front of being being examined by Pilate for over three hours, um, and then going back and forth from from Pilate to Herod. And then from Herod back to Pilate, being, being beaten and, and again, the release of Barabbas, that at any time, Christ, it could have gotten to his head that I'm an innocent man and I don't deserve any of this. And we was going over that on Thursday. I don't want to recap the whole thing at a different time. But just what he was going through was, was truly remarkable. It was truly remarkable. Um, when we look at the word revile, right, when I look at synonyms for the word revile, um, I get um, to rail against, um, to blacken someone's reputation, to defame, to smear, to slander, libel, um, to traduce, uh, cast aspirations on, cast a slur on, to vilify. That, and, and these are some of, some of the synonyms for the word to revile. So to realize that people were, you know how, how Again, in that mob mentality, people are just adding more and more and more and more, getting more and more stirred up, getting more and more riled, getting more and more, uh, uh, if you want to say belligerent, but how everybody was just finding something to stay bad about Christ. Everybody was finding something to, to, to darken or blacken his reputation, that, that people were, were really caught up in this trance to really be against him. People that he helped, people that he healed, people who, that that uh, if they were blind, he, he healed, healed their blindness, he healed leprosy, he healed he healed people from, from who had disease for over twelve years, um, feeding them his own personal food on several occasions, teaching um, uh, and just helping, you know, on a personal level, not not on on, on a, uh, a a mass, I mean, by the mass is true enough, but. On a personal level, where there was some intimate contact, there was there was there was there was a connection that that was made. That we looked each other in the eye when I healed you, and and and, and was there for you, and, and and helped you out, and 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 recovered you from if it was leprosy, blindness, um, bringing back people from the dead. And now everyone is going out of their way to cap to blacken his reputation. People that 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 it wasn't strangers. But people that he helped on in, in a very intimate way, the disciples of all, they've all broke out. They're gone. They're left. He's left alone, abandoned. Um, and it's facing all this and then having people talk mess about him to, to, to blacken his reputation on purpose, to slander him, to vilify him. Um, to criticize him, to condemn him, to attack him, then to even have 
two men that are actually guilty of, of crimes that were worthy of death, even they are talking junk. They were guilty. And they're talking trash. They're attacking Christ. Until the one thief um, uh, catches himself and like, man, nah, we need to chill. We need to chill. So, again, in, in looking at what Christ did and what he's going through, I, I did want to read uh, Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 through 3. I did want to read Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 3, all right, in, 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 in light of, of, of us examining and getting into the mind of Christ and what he was going through and how much he had to endure and the temptation to want to go ahead and take matters in his own hands, how he fought that, that he chose not to take matters in his own hands, to, to, how much of a struggle that really was, how, much, how, how bad that how hard that must have been. But to do it, to show the Father that, no, I'm not going to choose my way of doing things, and I've got to give the Israel the example of how, how to not do your own will. In the midst of the most extraordinary, painful, agonizing um, uh, of circumstances, I'm not going to choose my way of doing things. I'm not going to please myself. Because, again, as we're going through the, 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 the series, um, that's all Israel's been doing. That's all the people of God have been doing is choosing what makes them happy, what pleases them, um, their own comfort, their own luxuries, their own pleasures. That's, that's what we've been doing. And now for Christ to come back now at this particular time, and he had the power to change. He had the power to, 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 to stop what he was going through, but he chose not to. Uh, let's go to Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 3. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 3. And it says, uh, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness of witnesses. Now, remember, uh, uh, Paul is going to finish uh, breaking down the 11th chapter of Hebrews about faith and the different examples of faith through our, our forefathers, from, uh, from uh, Abraham all the way up through, through the prophets. He was showing examples of faith and how there was many witnesses uh, uh, about why we should have faith in the Most High. So we get to the point here in Hebrews 7, 12, verse 1, where we're saying we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us. So, Understanding, going through the history of men who have showed faith um, uh, in, in the Hebrew Israelite past and biblical history past, seeing how, how, how much faith they've used and the things they've endured, the things that, that they've gone through for the most high, seeing we have all that, we know about all that, we should set aside every weight and the sin that which does so easily beset us that we'd be so quick to want to relieve ourselves from any type of agony, any type of pressure, any type of distress, any type of, 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 of discomfort. We're liable to sell ourselves and do whatever it is it takes not to feel any um, uh, inconvenience. Totally opposite of, of, of fathers have shown and what the righteous, faithful men have shown that, no, we're so quick 
to just give in, to make the choice, I'm going to please myself. I'm going to, I'm going to relieve myself of whatever it is I'm going through. I'm going to take matters in my own hands. So let's, not, let's, let's stop that. Let's stop that. And let's run with patience the race um, that is set before us. All right, verse 2. Looking unto, and this is the problem I want to get to, looking unto Yahweh or Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Our faith should begin and end with Christ. And when I say that, we're supposed to look at how Christ lived. Let's just take an example of, of from Passover night, the Last Supper, and things that he's enduring and, and, and going through for others. The, 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 the misery he took on, the, 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 the torture he took on, the, 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 the people just, I mean, blackening his reputation and he was innocent. We should be looking unto Yahweh Shai, who is the author and finisher of our faith. A lot of times, when it's just, we, we'll get to a point where we feel like we don't see nobody else going through what we're going through. We, we, we are, we're, we're very selfish and envious in, uh, when it comes to that, that we really want to make ourselves that much more special, that nobody is going through what we're going through. And most times we use that as justification to, to – do whatever vices and give ourselves over to whatever vice that we give ourselves over to. But it says here in verse 2, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, we should be looking unto Yahweh Shai. When we look around and don't find nobody, the one person we can't find is, is Christ. And I'm not saying that he's there just to relieve you. He's there just to, he's going to stop what you're going through. No. We should be looking at his example. That when he was faced with the abandonment, the betrayal, the violation of his trust, the violation of his expectations, when, when, when they, the, the most extreme disrespect um, and defamation that, that can be accomplished. Uh, the, as the scripture says in Isaiah, uh, the, 50, the 53rd chapter, his face was more marred than any man. That the, the, the physical abuse he took, the spitting on that he took, the, they, we ripped his beard off his face for what he went through. His being mocked, they put for them to put the, the, the a sack over his head, and soldiers, soldiers, professional men who make combat their profession. To be open palm slapping him, backhand slapping him, double fist slapping him, and mocking him, talking about if you're a prophet, prophesy who just hit you. To go through that, and that's from our own people. That's from the Israelite soldiers. Then to be given to to, to Pilate, and then Pilate he, he, he's going back and forth to Herod and, and himself. And the pirates are having punished by the Roman soldiers now. And, and the mockery that, that took place with that, the, the, the torture and, and the horrendous agony that he, he was made to endure with that. And the whole time, he never cracked. He never cracked. We should be looking to Yahweh Shai, not 
but I don't see this person going through it. So because they ain't going through it, that means I ain't got to go through it. I look at them; they ain't going through nothing. Their life is, is good, so I, I, I don't have to. I'm not gonna go through this because I'm looking at them. We're not looking at Christ. We're not looking at Christ. It says, "Looking unto Jesus, Yahweh Shai, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down on the right hand of the throne of the Most High." That that is, is such a powerful statement. That who for the joy that was set before him where he could have went ahead and got off the cross. He didn't have to go through the cross. He could have called the angels down and and not gone through what he was going through. He could have stopped the whole thing. He could have did what gave him joy. But he didn't do that. He endured the cross. Despising the shame. He didn't give a damn about how much shame was being put on him. But to endure that temptation, though, They're talking about me. They're spinning me. They're disrespecting me. And it's set down at the right hand of the throne of the Most High. For going through that, look at what what position it put him in. Verse three, Hebrews chapter twelve, verse three. So uh, it says, "For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds." And I love this scripture, y'all. It says, for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. He went ahead and allowed himself to get punished as if he was a sinner, as if he was a criminal, as if he did wrong. And we know he didn't. Again, verse 3, for for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself. Lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. And I can honestly say, brothers and sisters, I, I can't count how many times because I stopped thinking about Christ. I stopped having my conscience on Christ and the Most High. That the weariness and faintness that comes to my mind to give in to whatever temptation, to take matters to my own hands, to give myself over to my own vices. Because I stopped looking at what Christ went through. I stopped examining and thinking about what Christ went through. And now I, really, I start to justify it. And, you know, the, the, the feeling of shame when somebody is, is um, when I was trying to do something good, and it gets talked it, it, it talk bad about. When, when and trying to give and, and, and actually do what's right. Not, not, not in lieu of, of, well, actually trying to do what, what was right, trying to help lead, help guide, help support. And then come back to be talking about as if everything I did was done maliciously. And for myself, I wanted to get myself over to, to, to alcohol. But I wanted to get myself over to porn. I wanted to get myself over to, um, uh, to anger, to frustration, to justify why I'm allowed to do this because of how I feel. Because my feelings got hurt. And allowing that to come in because I stopped thinking about and looking at what Christ went through, what Christ endured. 
who, who is the author and finisher of our faith. I'm supposed to keep my eye, as much as the song says keep your eye on the sparrow, we're supposed to keep our eyes on Christ. When he was defamed, slandered, lied against, the, the physical torture, the physical uh, abuse that he took, how did he handle it? Am I looking at him or am I, as a man, as Mashaba, am I looking at other people I'm like, well, when, when they was going through this, look what they did. They were smoking, drinking. Look at what they was going. Look at how they handled it. So it must be okay. It must be all right. Let me do. Let me go ahead and do the same thing. But that's the total opposite of what Christ did. I remember, Christ is our Passover. Christ said on the night he was betrayed, he took the bread, said, "Take, eat. This is my body. I'm breaking it for you." He took the wine, take, drink, drink all of it. This is my blood of the New Testament. I'm shedding it for you. And as often as you do this, you, you, you remember me. Remember what I'm doing for how I'm breaking myself. For you. Now you do the same for others. All right, so from there, let's go to... Luke chapter 23. Let's go to the book of Luke chapter 23, verses 39 through 43. Luke chapter 23, verses 39 through 43. And one of the malefactors, meaning one of the people that was, that, was, that was crucified with Christ, one of the actual thieves, one of the actual guilty men, and one of the malefactors, which were hanged, railed on him, saying, if thou be Christ, save thyself and us. Again, this nigga was selfish. And again, all these were black folks. All these were black folks. This, this wasn't the, the, the only white folks that were there were the, were the Roman soldiers. Uh, but all the rest of these are black folks. It's us, our people. Again, verse 39. And one of the malefactors, which were hanged, railed on him, saying, If thou be Christ, save thyself and us. Man, if you really are the Messiah, if you're the chosen man, get us out of here. You, you notice how this malefactor didn't say, I apologize. Man, I'm wrong. I'm guilty. Man, I know you're innocent. He didn't say that. He's like, no, save us from a very selfish place. Again, I can only imagine how that would have gotten to me if I was on the cross. How that would have gotten to me like this nigga's allowed to, just, just the whole spirit he's coming from. Of, of, of serving himself It's not that he, that he believed in Christ It's not like he understood what Christ was going through He's just like look If, you go, if you're the Christ man look, we, Now we're in this together Save yourself and us Just selfish Verse 40 Buked him saying Does not thou fear the most high Seeing thou art in the same Condemnation What Are, are you out your mind we're condemned, and we're, we're guilty. We're supposed to be condemned, but not him. But you were talking about save us, save yourself and us? Not because we actually believe in you, we follow your teachings. Not because we, we, we were actually down with you from the beginning. But now that we're caught, now that we're in this situation, 
save us, get, get us up out of here. Verse 41, and we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has, has done nothing amiss. This is amazing, y'all. Again, another person standing up for Christ of, of, of the thousands that were there who didn't. Telling you that Christ was not guilty, that he has done nothing amiss. You think these thieves, these malefactors were, uh, I'm reading on verse 42. And he said unto, unto Jesus, Yahweh Shai, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy, thy kingdom. And Yahweh Shai said unto him, Jesus said unto him, verily, I say unto thee, today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Cool. But, you know, if we're gonna, if we're gonna go through this with a fine tooth comb, um, the, the, this one thing, um, criminal, said to Christ, um, "Remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom." And how shall I send unto him? Verily I say unto thee, today shalt thou be with me in paradise. Or we're gonna die. <laughs> we're gonna die, and we're going to the spirit realm. We're going, we're going to, to, to the spirit realm. All right, let's go to Matthew chapter 27 now. I did want to get this. I got to pull this up the right way. I've been really trying to piece this together, brothers and sisters, to try and make it smooth, to put all this together. And I want 34, verse 34. All right, so we're going to pick up uh, Matthew chapter 27, starting verse 32. We're going to pick up now in Matthew chapter 27 and verse 32. And it says, and as they came out, they found a man of Cyrene, Simon by name. Him uh, they compelled to bear his cross. Now, this is after in leaving, leaving um, uh, Pontius Pilate, Pontius Pilate washing his hands. I'm not dealing with this. Y'all go crucify, y'all crucify himself up to y'all. Um, and now Christ having to walk with the, the cross beam of the cross that 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 one physician showed us weighed probably about anywhere between 120 pounds 150 pounds and just got so heavy and he was so so wearied that he needed help carrying the cross so simon uh simon of cyrene helped him carry the cross uh, and we and we, the distance that he had to carry if you remember from what we went over was over a third of a mile which is like a, a, a whole quarter track um Around, 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 around the, the, the uh, a track, uh, the track and field um, at, at your junior high school, middle school, um, whatever you know, a quarter mile track. You take that quarter mile and then you add like another turn, like half of the turn. That would be a third of a mile. Christ had to carry this this cross after being tortured um, and abused the way he was abused. That they finally had to get get him some help, right? Uh, from from uh, Simon of Cyrene. Verse 33, Matthew chapter 27, verse 33. And when they were come unto a place called uh, Golgotha, uh, that is to say, a place of, uh, of a skull, they gave him vinegar to drink, 
mingled with gall. And when he tasted it, tasted thereof, he would not drink. Now, I want to get into this, uh, verse 34. I did want to do some research on verse, verse 34. Um, why did he refuse the vinegar? Why did he refuse the vinegar? As, we, as we're about to get into this reading, as we're about to get into this reading and some of this research, we're going to find out that – do y'all remember the movie Braveheart? Let me say it like that. I know some of my older listeners. If you, if you remember the movie Braveheart, remember when, when William Wallace in, – in the movie, William Wallace was, was finally in prison. Longshanks had, had finally got him, uh, and the queen, or the, the princess at the time uh, – she came to visit him while he was in jail, and she gave him that potion. And that potion was supposed to help numb the pain and, and, and numb his mind uh, from, from what he was about to go through, being, you know, stretched on, on, on that rack and being uh, disemboweled. Um, they actually showed the actual disembowelment, but that's what they did. They actually put that hook inside his, his, his rectum and ripped him open. And that literally ripped his genitals out and everything, and his intestines and, 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 and genitals just, just mutilated. She was trying to give him that potion, that elixir, to help numb numb the pain, and to and to uh, a pain a painkiller, uh, uh, an hallucinogenic painkiller. Uh, to deal with what he was about uh, to confront. And remember how, how in the movie, um, William Wallace went ahead and spit the elixir out, that he had to have his wits, he had to have his full mind, be in full control of the choices he was going to make, that he could not blame it on the alcohol, that he didn't want his mind to be at a place where, because of the torture and because of the abuse that he was going through, that he would, uh, he would slip, slip up and give in to the pain and gave into Longshanks' demands at the time, or the torturer of Longshanks at the time. Well, Christ refused the vinegar. It, that was done first, uh, originally, before, before, obviously before William Wallace. But he, he refused the vinegar, as we're going to find out, because he wanted to keep his wits about him. He didn't want to let the, the, the effects of the vinegar and, and the stuff that was in the vinegar get to his mind. To where now, because he's he's a little tipsy, he's a little 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 uh, um, uh, what's the word they use? Um, a little mentally imbalanced. That now he would go ahead and choose to call the angels out. He would now choose to take matters to his own hands. He would now choose to to, to not keep his mind sharp about him. To where he was constantly knowing what he was doing, that he was going not going to pick relief, he was not going to pick his own way, but he was going to go ahead and do what he had to go through. This is why we go find out why he rejected the vinegar in the first place. So I'm going to the John Gill commentary, and we're in Matthew chapter 27 verse 34. I'm going to the John Gill uh, Bible commentary on Matthew chapter 27 verse 34, and what the scripture says. They gave him vinegar to drink. All right. Now we'll get to the commentary from this historian. 
It says, it was a custom with the Jews when a man went out to be executed to give him to drink a grain of frankincense in a cup of wine. That is, that his understanding might be disturbed, as it is said in Proverbs 31, verse 6, give strong drink to him that is ready to perish, and wine to those that be of heavy hearts. And we, we all have been there. Well, most of us have been there. That when you're going through something, I need a good, strong drink. I need a drink. I need something. And that was, again, that's a custom of the Jews, that the mind might be disturbed, that the understanding of the mind might be disturbed. Okay? That was something that, that we, we've been doing. Solomon wrote that Proverbs, what, a thousand years before Christ? So that was already a custom to give strong drink to him that is ready to perish. And why to those that be uh, uh, of heavy hearts? Uh, reading over the commentary. It says, and the, and the tra- tradition is that the honorable women in Jerusalem gave this freely. But if they did not, it was provided at the charge of the congregation. The design of it was to cheer their, their spirits and intoxicate their heads that they might not be sensible of their pain and misery. It was to dull the senses and to intoxicate them. So Christ rejected the vinegar. And, and, um, let me put it up again. He rejected this vinegar uh, uh, mingled with gall. He rejected it because he had to keep his senses about him. He cannot get intoxicated because then he might take matters in his own hands. To me, I just I, I, I wanted to bring this out. I think that's remarkable. I, I think about how many times when I'm going through something, me personally, I'm going through something, and I, I want to drink so I, I can get stupid. I can get dumb. I can, I can, I can do something, and as, as the world would call it, um, in, in a science type of way, I can let my inhibitions down. I can let my fears down. I can let my, my ethics down. I can let my morals down, and I can go ahead and just go buck wild, and I can blame it on the alcohol. I can come back and say, well, that wasn't me. It was the alcohol. So knowing that that's how people normally do act and, and the excuses that, that are made, when it came to Christ, from going through all that he was going through, and they offered him this, this vinegar um, uh, with the gall in it, he rejected it. He was not going to be intoxicated. He was not going to allow himself to be intoxicated. He was not going to choose an avenue that would lead him to doing his own will. I, again, I think that's just amazing. So reading on, reading on, it says, <clears throat> the design of it was to cheer their spirits and intoxicate their heads that they might not be sensible of their pain and misery. But such a cup was not allowed Christ at, at the public expense. Nor were the honorable women so compassionate uh, to him, or if it was sent him, the soldiers did not give it to him. But another uh, potion in the room of it. Indeed, Mark says they gave him wine mingled with myrrh in Mark chapter 15, verse 23, which was either a cordial, a, a cordial provided by his friends and given him and is different from what the soldiers gave him here. On the sense is that they gave him the cup that was so-called, but not the thing 
but instead of it. Uh, vinegar mingled with gall. The Vulgate Latin and uh, Ethiopic versions, instead of vinegar, read wine. So wine makes with gall. And so does Munster's Hebrew Gospel. I need to find that, y'all. Munster's Hebrew Gospel. And so it is, it is read in Bazai's most ancient copy and in another uh, exemplary and in one of Stephen's and which may be easily reconciled with the common reading and that with Mark, for the wine they gave him was flat and sour and no other or better than vinegar. And real vinegar may be also so-called as this seems to be and the rather because vinegar was a part of the Roman soldiers' allowance, and so they had it ready at hand. As also, because it was thought that vinegar was useful to prolong the life of a man ready to die, and therefore they might choose to give it to Christ, that he might live uh, live the longer in misery. So the Jews write that if a man's if a man swallows a wasp or hornet alive. He cannot live, but they must give him to drink a quarter of vinegar, of uh, shamgaz, which the, the gloss says is strong vinegar. So, again, another custom tradition of, of, of the Jews in, in our history. And it is if you've ever to swallow a live fly or a live wasp, you're going to die. Okay, you're going to get, get repeatedly stung in your esophagus or whatever as, as you're swallowing this, this, this damn thing down. And you're going to get swallowed up. You're going to die. So they say give you some strong vinegar, strong wine to drink, all right? And it is possible um, he may live a little, a little while until he, he has given orders uh, to his house. The Arabic version, instead of gall, reads myrrh. Uh, nor are we to suppose that this drink was mixed with the gall of a beast itself, but with something that was uh, as bitter as gall, as wormwood or myrrh or any other bitter to make it uh, distasteful. This portion of vinegar with gall was an aggravating circumstance in our Lord's sufferings, being given to him when he had a violent thirst upon him and was an emblem of the bitter cup of God's wrath. He had already tasted uh, of in the garden and was about to drink the cup and about to drink, about to drink up. The Jews had a notion of vinegar as being expressive of the chastisements of the Messiah. The words in Ruth chapter 2, verse 14, they say, Speak to the king, speak of the king, Messiah. Come down hither, draw nigh to the kingdom, and eat of the bread. This is the bread of the kingdom, and dip thy morsel in the vinegar. These are the chastisements, as it, as it is in Isaiah chapter 53, 53 verse 5. He was wounded for our transgressions. By this offer was fulfilled the prophecy in Psalm chapter 69, verse 21. You see, it's all over the Bible what he was going to be going through. So, and Christ being very, knowing the Bible, he knew what tortures he was going to be going through. He knew what was prophesied. Um, by this offer was fulfilled the prophecy in Psalm chapter 69, verse 21, and which he did not altogether refuse, for it follows, and when he had tasted thereof, he would not drink. Um, not because it was the vinegar of Gentiles, which was forbidden by the Jewish uh, canons, lest it should have been offered to idols, but because he would drink, he would make use of no means 
either to prolong his life or discompose his mind. And that it might appear he knew what he did and that he was not afraid nor unwilling to die. Though he thought, thought fit to taste of it in a superficial way to show he did not dis- despise nor resent their offer and that he was really a thirst and ready to drink a more disagreeable portion than that. So, again, what stings me Christ is going is going is going through the the height of the misery of the torture. He's actually on the cross now. He's actually now nailed to the cross. He's been up this whole time, beaten by the by the chief high priest soldiers repeatedly, beaten by uh pilot soldiers. Brought here to, brought, and mocked, spit on, um, the beard ripped off his off his face, um, from the, the, the lashes of the of the Canaanite uh, tails. Skeletal muscle being ripped off the off his skeleton with that kind of like, that cat on nine tails. Going through all that, being again getting to the cross, the, the 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 cross Calvary, being nailed to the cross, where it'd been easy to to to, to go ahead and slip in, in the darkness to to go ahead and and let his mind go. Being given an opportunity to 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 give into the temptation of. Take a drink. Take a hit. He didn't do that. And for me, just looking at myself, how many times I have not chosen that path. I do feel guilty. I do feel dirty. <sighs> Matthew chapter 27, verses 45 through 50. Matthew chapter, chapter 27, verses 45 through 50. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. So if, if Christ was out, was out there being crucified from the third hour to the ninth hour, that's six hours. That's from nine in the morning till three in the afternoon. Now from the sixth hour, there was darkness over all the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice saying, um, Eli, Eli, Lama Sabachthani, which is to say, my God, which would be Aliyah, 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 Lama Sabachthani. That is to say, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? 
some of them that stood there when they heard that he said, heard that said, this man called for Elijah. And straightway, one of them ran and took a sponge and filled it with vinegar and put it on a reed and gave it him to drink. The rest said, let be, let us see whether Elijah will come to save him. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up to ghost. I can only, I'm still thinking about this again. If he was crucified from nine in the morning to three in the afternoon, enduring that crop being nailed up there for six hours, having to listen to people walk by, look at people walk by, talking junk. The chief priests and elders looking him dead in his eye, mocking him. Here it is at the end of the three hours and I'm sorry, the six hours. And he screams out and they're like, No, don't help him. Let's see if Elijah's gonna come. Is he fine at at this end right now, after all he's been through, has he finally snapped? Is he is he gonna give in? Has he reached his breaking point? When we go to Mark chapter 15, starting verse 33, we'll read the same account in Mark chapter 15, verse 33, uh, through 37. It says, And when the sixth hour was come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. So again, if he was crucified from the from the third hour, that would be nine o'clock in the morning. The sixth hour would be twelve noon. And it says, and when the sixth hour was come, meaning twelve noon, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour, a three-hour eclipse. And at the ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, saying, "Aliyah, Aliyah, Lamata Sabak Tanai," which is being interpreted, "My God, My God." Why hast thou forsaken me? And some of them that stood by when he had heard when they heard this said, Behold, he called for Elijah. And one of and one ran and filled a sponge full of vinegar and put it to on a reed and gave it him to drink, saying, Let alone, let us see whether Elijah will, Elijah will come to take him down. One second, y'all. Young kids having kids, you wonder why they dealing drugs getting killed. 
cheap You perpetuate these ills You rap about money like it's a big deal You selling your soul just to get you a deal It's funny cause the money that you're worshiping And nothing goes Alright, uh, so that was a FedEx package So somebody was like at the door Um So again, just putting all these accounts together, uh, Matthew, Matthew, Mark, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, just putting these accounts together, um, that at first, Christ did reject the vinegar, but at the very end, he did take some of the vinegar. He took some of, that, some of the drink, but that was at the very, very end. It was done. It was done. Uh, it is finished. It, it, he completed everything. Uh, reading on in Luke chapter 23 now, Luke chapter 23, verse 44 through 49. And it says, and it was about the sixth hour, and there was a darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. So again, from 12 noon to about 3, three to 3 in the afternoon. And the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the mist. And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. And when the Centurion saw what was done. He glorified God, saying, "Certainly, this was a righteous man." That he knew that Christ, he again knew Christ was innocent. What I reflect on is 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 how you you, you have people knowing that Christ was innocent, but Christ still had to endure what he was going through. Where he he could have very easily said, "He's on my side. Let me go ahead and do this." That that I got a witness that they've been doing me wrong, so if I use my power, if I use I take matters in my own hands, I got a witness of what I was going through and why it was okay for me to snap. But Christ didn't do that. Completely contrary to how I would do things, how I've done things. Verse forty-seven. Um, now, when I mean uh, Luke chapter twenty-three, verse verse forty-seven. Now, when the centurion saw what was done, he glorified the Most High, saying, certainly this was a righteous man. And all the people, where am I at? And all, verse 48, and all the people that came together to, the, to that site, beholding the things which were done, smote their breasts and returned. And all his acquaintance and the women that followed him from Galilee, stood afar off, beholding these things. Now we read it from John. All right, so we're getting where Christ called, cried out, Aliyah, Aliyah, Lassasabak, Sinai, Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? Um, then he cries out, then he cried out, um, Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. And then we're going to find out he, there was one last thing he said, and it's finished. Then he gave up, gave, up the, uh, gave up the ghost, gave up the spirit. Then he died. St. John chapter 19, starting at verse 28 now. Going to St. John chapter 19 and verse 28. After this, Jesus knowing that all things uh, were now accomplished, that the scripture might uh, be fulfilled, saith, I thirst. Now there was set a vessel of, full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar and put it upon his side and put it to his mouth. When Yahweh therefore had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. 
and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Again, it's just amazing to me how, how he endured. But he endured to give us an example to follow him. Not to give in to our flesh because of distress, because of heaviness, because of loneliness, because of whatever. Do not give in to your flesh. Keep looking at what Christ went through. Keep strengthening your mind with what Christ went through. And that, that, that's, that's where I'm, 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 I'm taking an ass whooping, brother and sister. I ain't going to lie. That's what I'm taking. I'm taking a real ass whooping with this right here, right now. Uh, reading on now, St. John chapter 19, verse 31. The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation that the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day was an high was a high day. It was a Passover. Remember, we're going from the 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 previous night, the the the, the night of the Last Supper, which is the Passover. And remember, among the Hebrews, among, among Israelites. The day starts at sunset. It don't start when the sun comes up. The day starts at sunset, and it don't start at 12 midnight. So from the time they ate the Passover, which would have been uh, sunset on the 14th of of Biv, Christ has been up that whole whole time. So from that night, eating the Passover, um, the sin of prayer, going to the Garden of Gethsemane, He's, he's there for a couple of hours, praying to the Most High. Not had, had, not had to go through what he's going through. Angels haven't come down and strengthen him. They know you, you got to go through this. Give, give him scriptures and, and strengthen his spirit and his mind for what he's got to go, go ahead and go through. The soldiers coming with uh, Judas Iscariot, uh, that band of soldiers being anywhere from 600 to 1,000. They're taking him to Ananias' house um, where he's questioned and mocked there. Go to Caffius' house. Where he's questioned and definitely mocked and condemned there uh, to, to Pilate, um, uh, questioned by Pilate, uh, sent to Herod. Herod sent him back to, uh, to Pilate. He's tortured by uh, by the Roman soldiers now um, and mocked uh, considerably more. Then by 12 noon, uh, he's on the cross at, at Calvary. The, so it's all still within the same day. It's, it's all the, the high holiday of the, the, of the Sabbath, which is the Passover. It's all still within that day. The sun hasn't set yet. It's all still in that one day. All right? Um, again, so it says the Jews, therefore, because it was the – I'm in St. John chapter 19, verse 31. The Jews, therefore, because it was the preparation that the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day was a high day. Well, high day was it was the Passover, uh, not just a regular weekly Sabbath, but it was the Passover. We sought Pilate that their legs might be broken, and that they might be taken down, taken away. Um, then came the soldiers and break the legs of the first and the other, which was crucified with him. But when they came to to Jesus, they saw that he was dead already. They break not his legs, uh, but one of the soldiers with a uh, spear pierced his side, and forthwith came out uh, blood and water. And he that saw it bear record, and his record is true. And he knoweth that he saith true, that ye might believe. Verse 36. For these things were done, 
that the scripture should be fulfilled, a bone of him should not be broken. And again, another scripture says, they, they shall look on him whom they pierced. When we go through the, um, when we go through the, the crucifixion of Christ, the crucif- a physician analyzes the crucifixion of Christ. The physician goes into great detail. I'm invite everybody to please look it up and read it for yourselves. But they go into great. He goes into great detail and describes that because of the position of Christ on the cross, with his hands being nailed at his sides, um, and on, on, on the cross where they were, um, and his body on on the cross where it was, that they say that the 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 nails of his feet actually went through like right below his his his, his ankle. By, by by the Achilles tendon, because remember it said that none of his bones were broken. If he had been nailed through the top of the foot, like like some some churches show or a Christian so-called Christian icon show, if he was nailed with, with one foot on top of the other, that would have broke those bones. So that would have broke that. That scripture couldn't have been true. So in keeping with the scripture that no bones were broken, and the way that that would be more even more painful would be for. The, the person being crucified to have the, the, the those those uh, spikes nailed like just below the ankle, um, like at the at the Achilles tendon on, on both sides of, of the pole, and that with his arms being with, with stretched out the way they were uh, to the to the side, that it would have been hard for Christ to breathe. That would it would have been hard for him to take to take air in. It would have been hard for him to exhale. And with all that carbon dioxide buildup in his body, not being able to breathe breathe out, unless he, from the nails being the, the nails being nailed through his wrist, not through the palm of his hands, but between through his wrist, between the two bones that are there, uh, in your wrist, that he would have to like do a like kind of a pull up, if you will, and flex, and then push up uh, on the nails that were nailed through. His feet, he had to push up in order to breathe out, which would just be that much more painful, that much more agonizing, and that that's the only way he could breathe out. He would have to pull himself up with these nails through his wrists and with his nails through his feet, push up with his legs on top of those nails so he could breathe out. There wasn't a little platform like they might show you in, in like uh, some churches. There wasn't no platform for his feet. He was nailed to the sides of the other 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 uh, other post. What this physician was explaining was that buildup of the carbon dioxide not being able to be released from the body, that it will build up one such such such, such cramps that it will pull joints out of place. But the second is that that buildup of carbon dioxide would turn to a liquid. It would turn to water. And that that liquid, that water, was actually surrounding Christ's heart. And that it got to the point where the pressure was so great of this water built up around his heart that it literally crushed his heart, that his heart could not pump any further. So that when they pierced him, the reason there was the blood in the water is that now you, you, you pierced his side. Yeah, obviously blood came out. 
but also that water that, that, that had got built up that compressed his heart that started from beating, that, that was very painful also. But that that's where the water came from, the blood and the water came from. And that that's what actually killed him. And then all that, and even I, you know, I forgot to read. I forgot to pull the, the, the. I forgot to pull where Christ said, "Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do." I did forget to pull that as we come up on our time. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, Luke twenty three. Thirty-four. I'm, uh, I'm going to go to Luke twenty-three, uh, starting verse thirty-two, and there were also two two other malefactors led with him to be put to death. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him and the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also, and, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself. If he be the Christ, the chosen of God. Now, give my commentary up here real quick. I can't find it right now. I'm sorry, y'all. But here we do see that Christ is, uh, said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they do. Again, he could, he could have, in the midst of the mockery, the deriding, the, 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 the defaming, the slander, the libel that he, that he, was, that he was facing, he had to uh, practice what he preached. He had to forgive them. So his Heavenly Father would forgive him of anything. In the midst of going through this torture and this, this, this crucifixion that he went through. There, there's a scripture I'm looking for. I can't think of it right now. And time is running out. It tells you that the one thief said, he's, he's still praying for you. And that's what I can't find right now. I wish I could. I could. Um, I can't find it right now, brother. I apologize. Please stay tuned tomorrow for Talks About Tuesdays. Please stay tuned tomorrow for Talks About Tuesdays. Um, Tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Standard Time uh, till noon. 
I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm exhausted. And I got nothing to be exhausted about as we consider and look what Christ went through. But with that, brothers and sisters, I am going to go ahead and uh, shut down this, this class which, uh, for, for this afternoon. I want to thank everybody who, who did tune in. Um, and please, uh, check us out Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon uh, Central Standard Time for ISBHBK Bible Talk. Uh, my name is Mashaba, and for ISBHBK Bible Talk Podcast, I would like to say Shalom. Yahweh is one.